0: love is amazing but it's also bullshit and it might also get you murdered hello and uh, uh welcome to love is amazing but it's also bullshit and gets you murdered the podcast that you know goes over um, stories about how the one thing you might want in this life can lead to a horrible demise so um, as with me always we got Nick control freak Luna hey 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 uh, so excited about uh, our guest today Dave Hill. Hello. It's good to have you on, man. Thank you
1: for having me.
0: Yeah, no problem. Anytime. Uh, you probably know Dave Hill. He's the host of the goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFMU. He's also been on Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Inside Amy Schumer, Full Frontal with Samantha B and the Jim Gaffigan Show. We're happy to have you on, man.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having me.
0: Those are some badass credits we had another guy with pretty good credits too and that show didn't go so well so hopefully Uh-oh. yeah this is better <laughs>
1: <laughs> how many episodes
2: have there been uh this This will be episode
0: 11 uh
2: no this is episode uh 16 but that's counting the lost episode okay the the lost the guy that was that bad
0: no 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 we we put that out
2: yeah we put that one out yeah Uh uh, the lost episode was like a conflict of interest between like myself and my job yeah got it
0: the one with the uh that didn't go so well uh we put it out
2: but we didn't like list him or anything
0: like that Even though we say his name a million times Anyway, it might have been a mistake <laughs> But we're new to this podcast thing um, Anyway, we're gonna start This uh, episode is just Basically got everything You know, it got uh, adultery, mental illness, manipulation, daycare uh,
2: Barry sure. White
0: Barry White Yeah, 11, that's a big one for me <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: That's what hooked me
0: if, if any pop star was going to, uh, convince me to, uh, murder a person, I think it probably would be Barry White.
1: No, but he, didn't he say he kill, kill yourself." Himself? Yes. I think it was totally made up because Barry White would never do any of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. He wouldn't.
0: Yeah, he would tell you just...
1: Nothing of his work, I, I'm familiar with all of his work and he, nothing just not a part of his repertoire
0: so that's that's why you're convinced that he, this whole story's bullshit
1: yeah that was the thing where i was like he's lying <laughs> your wife wouldn't he would you know guide you in uh manners of seduction and romance
2: yeah. and things
0: more peaceful but not yeah.
2: uh I'm Not murder.
0: Not murder. Mm-hmm. No, I believe it.
2: Olivia Newton John, on the other hand.
0: Yeah, fuck her, right? Yeah,
2: that was believable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All
0: right, so um, we're gonna uh, talk about this. Uh, the victim first. There's a guy named Rusty Snyderman. Yeah. Uh, he grew up in Cleveland, Ohio, mm-hmm. uh, where Dave is from.
1: Yeah, I grew up in Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. It could have been me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, right? So uh he graduated from Indiana University. Apparently this was like a really great dude, had a lot of friends. He met his wife, uh, who was named Andrea Greenberg.
2: Andrea Greenberg.
0: Yes. So, uh seemed like a pretty good match at first, but uh you know how Until the murder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: It's a real relationship crusher.
0: I don't know, I think some relationships have stand no you're right that would always usually be a uh, that's a, a real deal
1: breaker yeah a, at the very least a bump in the road <laughs> when one of the people gets murdered
0: yeah it's it's tough to uh uh keep going on with what you need to do with a relationship when one of the persons is a corpse that's fair yeah yeah i would think so uh, so like they lived together for like seven years before they even got married. Rust, uh, Rusty's brother was his best man. They got a, uh, Rusty got an MBA from Harvard, which I don't know what that is, but it sounds very impressive. It's, it's good. A, it's a business.
1: I was going to get one of those. Yeah. When did yeah. you end
0: up going to the comedy and music route?
1: Uh, well, I was music when I was a teenager
0: Yeah.
1: and comedy I had much later. I was late to comedy How late? I mean I, I didn't start until I mean I, I've been doing it like 13 years but I didn't start until over 30
0: That's awesome that's that's definitely a uh, inspiration inspiration <laughs> <laughs> Hey, because you were like uh, 2007 you were on the uh, comics to watch
1: Yeah I had just started uh, what are years yeah I had been doing comedy for like what, 2 years.
0: You were doing comedy for 2 years and you got on that fucking list in 2 yeah. years.
1: Wow. I had my own TV show on the air in within 2 years. Of it, it's been all been downhill. Yeah. <laughs> you know. It's not a really, big picture. It's not like a uh, it's kind of a, you know.
0: It got you started at the peak and, and just now you're have, on the descent.
1: I don't know about the descent, but it's not, has not been, uh, you know, I don't, it's hard to say, you know, I guess I have more money now if you look at it that way, that's progress. But is it,
0: I don't, I I mean, I don't know. I don't think so. I, uh, I don't know because I don't make any money doing comedy. So it, to someone who just does it, doing it, it seems like it would be progress. I guess
1: it's all (laughs) a nightmare. I mean, <laughs> it's all a nightmare, but at least.
0: Yeah. All I'm not
2: of- as bad off as a guy who was murdered. Yeah. Oh, a yeah. man, Rusty. Yeah. Which seemed like, you know, it's an ongoing theme on our show that it seems like the victims are always like these amazing people that everyone liked like 360, and then the person that did them in are like these deplorable... yeah Yeah. Just jerks. That's how they say it. That's television, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Hemi
1: had his fans.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we got well, some Hemi yeah. heads in the house? Yeah, his defense lawyer was, was pretty <laughs> fond of Hemi. Yeah. Apparently, Hemi was an okay guy. It was just that whole, you know, bipolar slash Andrea problem that he had. Yeah, yeah.
2: As a defense attorney, uh, Douglas Peters, who yeah. had like a sweet stash. I'm going to sweet stash, bow tie.
0: Could have waxed it if he wanted to. You could
2: see...
1: uh, Yeah, he had had sass and moxie and all the things you look for in a defense defense attorney. attorney, And and his eyes were dreamy. Yeah. Yeah, you could get lost in those eyes.
0: Yeah, you know, it's like uh, I'm being uh, tried for a murder of a man. What type of facial hair do you have? Is it something you can wax or, you know, do you... (laughs) what do you can i get lost in your eyes you're hired anyway i'm sure that's not how the uh i'm sure that's not how the interview went anyway uh okay so this guy rusty's doing pretty well so around 2010 he's 36 years old he has a successful career as a wealth manager mm-hmm. which seems pretty awesome um he has two kids doing doing really good his uh, wife gets a job at General Electric. G E. Yes. And I don't know, uh, they never really tell you what the job was, but apparently I think it was kinda of high up there.
1: What does anyone do? Like when someone has a job at General Electric, don't don't you just tune out? If I, they're like, Hey I work at General Electric, be like, Oh hey, do you want I'm gonna I'm gonna get a beard, do you want one? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what anyone does. Yeah. If they're not in show business.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry, I thought... Did you say something?
1: You were a general election... Oh, hey!
0: Yeah.
1: Look who just walked
0: in. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go to the bathroom, but thank you. Um, you know, maybe that's why the 2020 episode, like, skipped over that part kind of, of, of it.
2: <laughs> Lost over it.
0: Why, why do they call it... Tw- now, does that have
1: anything in common with 2020? The, uh, the show that...
0: 2020 is on ID related? now.
2: Yeah. I have no oh, idea. It, yeah, like... 'Cause twenty twenty was on uh, ABC before, is that correct? But was was twenty twenty like a sixty
1: minutes kinda not it, a very murder show? Was, it yeah, was.
0: it was. And then they were like, you know what? Let's
1: murder it up.
0: Yeah, let's let's upper viewership because well, this shit about like brownies you know you know, giving brownies to like the homeless isn't cutting it, so we need to well, and make yeah, it sexier,
2: and, and everyone's hopping on the true uh, crime train in general right now. It's a craze.
0: It yeah. really is a i mean,
1: you guys started this podcast. I mean, come on.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But you guys are the trailblazers. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. There's
1: a serial came after. One hundred
0: percent. Yeah, and um, we and we keep on uh, you know, trying to tell them that, but they don't listen.
2: Yeah. It's like, this American life, get out of here.
0: Yeah, exactly, right? Man. So, yeah, I mean, she's at General Electric just boring the shit out of her family and friends. <laughs> and they. Um, this gives Rusty a chance to start a new business. Andrea starts working closely with this guy named Hemi Newman.
2: Hemi Newman, in Hemi the house. Hemi Newman,
0: yeah, who, who's apparently a highly paid engineer um, who supervised 5,000 employees. So, um... His job—he probably also bored the shit out of family and friends, but he didn't think he was. He thought he was keeping them on the edge of his seats. He apparently was a very arrogant dude.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Like apparently everyone that worked with him just hated him. Yeah. yeah. You know, because he like walk into a room and think he was smarter than anyone there. Yeah. Well, he seems like a real piece of work. <laughs> when, you, when you factor in that he's a murderer.
0: Yeah. It was probably, like, uh, one of those things where people were like, I didn't like Hemi until I realized that uh, Barry White was telling him to kill people. Then I started wanting to kind of hang out with him a little bit more. Just just an interesting,
1: I love the idea that (laughs) that's who's guiding you to
2: do it. you're going to have a voice in your head, you could do a lot worse. (laughs) <laughs> it, it, it's true barry white's actually pretty good like imagine like having like gilbert godfrey or something yeah
0: oh but that would actually you know that would actually <laughs> help his case way more because if gilbert godfrey was in my head i bet the jury most of the jury would be like well of course he would murder someone <laughs> like jesus christ like how could you you know how could that be in your head all day and you just leave everyone alone that's just not reasonable. Well no. yeah
2: and like having like Barry White like just whispering sweet somethings into your ear even if it's like telling you to like kill people or kill yourself sounds not as bad as like just Gilbert Godfrey like just talking to you in general in your head.
0: Yeah. If you had to pick a demon and an angel telling you to do things who do you think it would be? For you Dave. Oh,
1: Barry White and uh, Lou Rawls. No, that would be Lou Rawls. And, um, Kylie Minogue.
0: Okay. <laughs> Lou Rolls and I think Nick knows who those people, I think I know who Lou Rolls is. He He's, uh, um.
2: He's not far off from Barry White. Okay. Yeah, and then Kylie uh, Minogue is like a British pop singer. Okay. Australian. Australian. I, I think. Yeah, no, that That's. Let's see it. what I
1: did there. I, I just kind of went down the line. <laughs> Soul singers and Australian pop singers. <laughs>
0: I think uh, dead
1: soul singers.
0: You know, I I don't know who my angel would be, but I think my devil would be Bjork music. Bjork. Yeah.
2: B- what? Just it, like speaking to you the and the music like, of
1: Bjork.
0: It doesn't have to even be her saying anything. It's just this her music in my head would lead me to murder. I you know, don't like, like her Bjork? music? And I, I'm I'm alone on this one, but I <laughs> just think it's noise. Uh, um
1: and I well I could tell you I've met I've spent a little time with Bjork and she's an angel
2: yeah why
0: well, you gotta like, gang fri- up on Bjork eh? I'm not ganging up on Bjork can I I'm not, not be honest I'm not dif- like I,
1: I'm not friends with her but yeah I years ago this is a long time ago like probably 20 years ago her album Post was out which I believe was her third solo album I might be wrong mhm and uh I a few times had a job as like being a runner at mm-hmm. this venue in Cleveland, the the Agora. So they would get you a van. Actually, at the time my van had a van that had a big the tire cover. I had like spray painted like this sun and then put a a picture of Barry White on the back of it and I wanted to drive <laughs> it. Anyway, so it's all com- it's all They're coming around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, I had this sweet conversion van. Well, it was our band, but it stayed at my house. And so I would drive it around. And then, uh, so I had to drive Bjork around. And I was like, I'll drive it around in my sweet conversion van. How, yeah. how would that be? But then the venue was like, no, they have like 15 people. So I had to get like a, they rented me like a convert. with was like a, one of those 15 people. Or
2: like or a, a, in a convoy. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, but I remember showing, we were pulling out. And I was showing Bjork. I was like, "That's my van."
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and was she impressed? She was like, "Oh, Perry white."
1: <laughs> and, uh, and and this was a long, you know, and she was a delight. So I drove around with her and her whole entourage and crew and all that. Ooh. And uh, and at the time. Like you know, how you can get an energy bar like anywhere, like a Cliff Bar or whatever. It's like any anywhere gas station doesn't have. Yeah, but yeah. at our the insurance. time, this is not the case.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was more like a specialized item.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so, where the venue was in their hotel, I just knew Cleveland enough to know there's not going to be any energy bars. And like, so they were like, "Can you take us to get energy bars?" And I was like, "Well, I don't think there's really going to be anywhere." Between the venue and the hotel, and I think they thought I was just being lazy. They're like, "Well, could you try?" And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah." I'm like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll take you anywhere. I'll take you to every store there is." Yeah. And uh and every time we would we we went to you know a handful of them, and they, they would go in not find anything. And but Bjork would always stay in the van with me, and it'd be just the two of us. And I was gradually. It's like, why don't you just get, like, a box of Twinkies? <laughs> and she's like,
0: what is a Twinkie?
1: <laughs> and I was like, it's like a, sort of like a ladyfinger. But with But it's, like, sugar filled and- with whipped cream or whatever. So. <laughs> and, um, and I was really selling her. <laughs> and then her tour manager came out and she's like, Dave says I should get a Twinkie? <laughs> and he is just you know, like, no! And, you know, she was like... Obviously, like, on some healthy diet that didn't involve Twinkies. (laughs) And, uh, he was just gave it evil eye. Like, he knew what I was doing. Like, you're going to try to spike her sugar levels (laughs) And sabotage
0: (laughs) the show. Like a diabetic and he thought you were trying to put her in a coma or something. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) And then,
1: so, anyway, but, uh... (laughs) That was my yeah. And that's,
0: and that's that's that the last time I spoke to Bjork. <laughs>
1: that was it was that night she was dating Goldie at the time. The, oh shit yeah, the
2: drum and bass producer, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, and he was I didn't like him, dude. Yeah, I, yeah, heard, I drove him around. He was he was, he was a bit of a dick. That's what I've heard.
0: You know, this is um, that story makes me think that how. I really fucked up. We should have. There's this case that me and Nick were talking mm. about, about the Bjork stalker who was in Hollywood, Florida, and it it started with this guy because she was dating Goldie, and he went insane, and he ended up um, basically uh, buying a video camera and and he ended up recording something like 72, of- 100, 100 mm-hmm. hours of him. And it's just this guy's descent into madness. And, uh.
1: Talking about being in love with Bjork. Bjork.
0: And basically, what he was is he was racist. And this. When, he, when she went out with Bjork, something snapped.
2: When Goldie went out with Bjork, yeah. Like. Yeah, he like totally flipped and went crazy.
0: Yeah, but we couldn't find like a kind of like a short documentary. You would have to watch like hundreds of hours of YouTube, and there's no way we would ask you to do that.
1: Yeah, and basically, it's hard. I remember this. Though, yeah, when this happened. Yeah,
0: his name is um, uh, uh, Ricardo
1: Lopez. Ricardo wow. Lopez. You've- Done a deep
2: dive on this,
0: and he's from Hollywood, Florida, and uh, which
2: is piggybacking backing on the Bobby. There was, another,
0: Kent. there was another famous murder in Hollywood, Florida. Anytime in Florida, there's at least two famous murders. I believe that. In it's my soul, it's a pretty
1: murdery place. Florida, oh my God, Florida pretty awful. I mean, yeah. there's
0: um. That know, and
1: Michigan, yeah. Fuck those, both those states.
0: I've only heard two cases. About people actually eating other people's faces, both of them in Florida. Just yeah.
1: The crazy. more you know.
0: Yeah. Now
1: I'm trying to really think of like what Goldie. So I don't want you know I don't want, I didn't come here to take shots at Goldie. <laughs> no 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 no. He was I mean, just very like. I was driving. He was sitting behind me, and then whenever he wanted to t- say something to me, he would like hit my, be like, "Hey man," and hit me. like reach over and like hit my shoulder Mm. and I'd be like you can just address me me." yeah like like you don't have to like smack me to answer your question
0: I could promise you that Goldie's uh, never gonna hear this no
1: you'd be surprised (laughs) (laughs) you know I uh, wish him the best but Bjork was a delight
2: yeah, it seems like she's a really nice lady.
0: Okay, so I'm. Um, yeah, I mean, I know we
1: got. I feel like we've talked about Bjork maybe more than the case. Oh, way more than the case. Uh, yeah.
0: Let's. Yeah, if uh, you
1: if you want something to be derailed, I'm your guy.
0: You you did it uh, uh, swimmingly, uh, and, and I finally got to use that term. I. I love that term. All right, so anyway. Um, well, yeah, we'll get back on into it. But this that was a fascinating story. And I'm not being sarcastic I'm, gonna t- I'm
1: hoping to tell it on the moth.
0: Oh, no, yeah? Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. So we were talking about um, Andrea working with this guy, Hemi Newman. Mm-hmm. I, I never met anybody named Hemi. Interesting. Yeah, it's um, probably a family name. Well, yeah. sound
1: very... Mur- no, there's not, not a very... Uh, uh, murderish like murderish but like you know he's gonna get a job in the library at prison and then be like you know him he uh he's made some mistakes yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. gosh did he whip this library into yeah. shape you
0: know you, we're gonna we're gonna see him in lockup in about five years being like uh, uh you know it's like just life happened and you know, but I bet he'll be a pretty um, respected guy in prison. If, I
2: don't know. I don't think he would do well in prison at Well, all.
0: he's not hes not a sexual predator, I and mean, those are the ones that really get fucked over. But Sure,
2: but he was like an engineer, so you can't imagine that he's like very uh, rough around the edges, we'll say. Yeah, but, you know, prisons, it's complicated. It's
0: super complicated.
2: He has to have a winning attitude when he gets in there. <laughs>
0: If you have a skill, you could do all right. He has more than a couple skills. Like,
2: okay, wait, wait, wait. But let's talk about that for a second. Uh, if you have a skill, you'll do all right in prison. Can you elaborate on that statement? Yeah,
0: sure. So, <laughs> I'm a big fan of Lockup. I've watched almost every season on Netflix. Do you like
1: Lockup or Lockup Raw?
0: All of them. I like all of them. I like the behind the scenes. I don't, I haven't watched any abroad stuff, but...
1: Lock Up, well, Lock Up Abroad sucks, because it's all reenactments. They never talk to the real guys, mm-hmm. usually. But Lock Up Raw, I think the difference is, on Lock Up Raw, someone gets feces thrown at them. Oh, yeah. That's the difference.
0: Huh. I mean... Like,
1: they're probably, a lot of times, planning on shooting an episode of Lock Up. Yeah. And then the cameraman comes back. To the producer's like, I don't know how I don't know how to tell you this, but we've been shooting an episode of Lock Up Raw this whole time. And it's got <laughs> covered in shit. So we,
0: chemical Wolf. We're just warfare, we're like, all right, command.
1: we'll just use a different lo- logo. Is that what they call it, Chemical Warfare? Some
0: of them do, yeah. And this, people call uh That's Chemical Warfare. Uh, and if you're in for a sexual crime, they call you a chomo, and you are. That's a
1: ch- for a ch- only if they- that's child molester.
0: Yeah, if you're just
1: a garden variety rapist.
0: They don't like them either.
1: No, no. But if you abuse children, that's the worst.
0: Yeah, but you know
1: that's why uh, Jared from Subway is not oh, having a very good time. He he's not uh, having... he so fucked. Nor should he.
0: Like you, right?
1: Yeah, you, I totally. Agree oh yeah,
0: that. you have two options if you're a child molester. You can spend your entire sentence in PC, which is, um, protective custody, which essentially is the hole, which means 23 hour lockup. I mean, if I was in there, I would go fucking insane.
2: That's what happens. Yeah. Yeah, I think most people go insane
1: in there. You know, supposedly your vision gets really bad because you never get a chance to use, use it. Yeah. Because you never see more than a few feet ever.
0: That's interesting. Huh.
1: I know a guy who was in prison. He was on death row for 18 years, and he's, his eyes are fucked. Wow. Yeah.
0: Was he innocent? Yeah. He was innocent?
1: Yeah, the West. you know the West Memphis Three? Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: that's who you're talking about?
1: Yeah. Huh. I know, I know one of those guys. God, we
0: picked the wrong case. <laughs> we picked the wrong case.
1: That is, that is yeah, fascinating. Yeah, it's fascinating. He, has a, he wrote a book about it. You should read it.
0: Could you come on like a year later if this podcast is still happening? Damn, sure. I should sort have of talked to you a little bit. Um, <laughs> anyway, okay, so we were talking about uh, Andrea and Hemi spending a lot of time, spending a lot of time together, and you know, and then there was a bar in South Carolina where a bartender saw them making out and yeah, my
2: girl Christina
0: touching butts, <laughs> lots of butt touching, lots of butt touching. You know, it's funny And the thing she was like. He touched her butt and she accepted it. And I was like, okay, all right. Because <laughs> <She laughs> butt touching alone doesn't mean anything. You got to accept the butt touching.
1: Accept it.
0: Accept it. Um, accept it. Accept the butt touching.
1: I bet Hemi Newman is accepting some butt touching now.
0: Ayo.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's the thing. Like, he's skilled, but he get if he gets in prison and starts like doing favors, then you're someone's bitch right away. Well, it's a com- It's a you
0: could you it's could a use
1: complex dance in prison.
0: Like, you gotta have a hustle, right? Yeah. So what he balloon but, animals, balloon <laughs> balloon animals, <laughs> puppet shows, stand up comedy. Yeah. You have to write five minutes for a buddy, right, and this right, way you don't get five. raped in the showers. Yeah. You'll be fine in prison, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Supposedly
1: prison rape is not as common like the sort of public perception. It's yeah. not, not that big of I uh,
0: I don't think it is, but I think like... Um, there's a thing in prison called rent. Where basically they make you pay rent if you're a new fish. And that essentially means they just make you pay even though... You're it's in all prison. Inclusive. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. What about
0: utilities? Boom. <laughs> no,
1: uh, there shouldn't be. There's a lot of hidden fees when you
2: get in there. <laughs> there
0: <laughs> are. I didn't. You didn't mention this in the lease. Bam.
2: <laughs> but I guess they pay rent for like protection, so they don't hypothetically get like beat up or raped. You know. Yeah.
1: Exactly. I have another friend. I have no, I have an, another guy who just got like three months ago. He's taught me a lot about this too. Yeah. Huh. Well, so yeah, he he would do your podcast.
0: He would? Yeah. That would be amazing.
1: He was guilty though.
0: Yeah, that's cool. He's I mean wait, what is he guilty of?
1: You have to ask him.
0: Okay. Okay. Alright. You know what? I mean, we'll I'm not anyway. to ask him. <laughs> yeah, because you you're you're very interested in prison reform and you've actually done you're like the Johnny Cash of comics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I've done a few. I've done a couple stand-up shows at Sing Sing,
0: Sing Sing,
1: and uh... what? Yeah, and then I've I've played guitar in a Mexican prison that was like oh my god taken over by the uh, Zetas, what drug cartel? Do you know those guys?
0: Oh my god! Well, one of my favorite books is a book called "A uh, Power of the Dog." Or in, it's, it's by a guy named Dave Winslow, and it's uh, and I mean essentially it's a it's, it's kind of like about a fictional character, but it's historical fiction. And in that book, he historically, chronologically goes over the history of the Zetas oh, and yeah. how they were special forces and turned by the drug cartels and stuff like that. Yeah. Were, were yeah, you they... in the prison when that happened?
1: Well, they. Was this Juarez? No, it was C- Cerezo Saltillo in northern Mexico. And uh, a buddy of mine is the, is like the chaplain there. There was a big art. Anyone can look this up. Um, New York Times like a few years ago did an article. Just if search Robert Coogan Saltillo, New York Times. You'll find it. And um, yeah, he was in there. And then the zetas killed murdered the warden and then like took over the prison and then the mexican government was like sounds like you guys have it covered (laughs) we'll be out here if you need anything and they ran the inside of the prison and then so this is big article and my friend stayed being the chaplain like he tried to get transferred but the bishop was like no no you should do it. Scott <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: <laughs> What are you, a pussy? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a Mexican cartel. <laughs>
1: so, I I was like, I gotta check this out. And, um, I went down there for a few days, and, and, uh, I went to a women's prison, too. Played guitar there. And, um, went to the men's prison. But it, it had, uh, been... Calm down a little bit by the time I got there. Like,
2: you yeah.
1: uh, know, he said the climate was pretty more peaceful than it had been. So <laughs> More peaceful. But he's just like... <laughs> They're still
0: stabbing like, people, but it's more peaceful. Well,
1: it was like, we went to the men's prison twice. The first, because it was a guy's birthday. And he's like, oh, I promised to drop off pizzas for the guy's birthday. And uh, so we go get pizzas. And then so he's like, I don't have permission for you to go in the prison today. But, uh, so you got to wait out front. And so I'm sitting out in front of this prison and it's like, no, North, like Northern Mexico is not a delight. It's, it's, you know, it's kind Oh, of get rough. out of here. And,
0: uh, <laughs> and, uh,
1: like it's not, is it's it, not, it's people, not like
0: West Village or
1: something. No, it's okay. not where you go to vacation. Oh,
0: interesting. Um, huh. who knew? <laughs>
1: and like, you know, sitting in front of this prison and there's like stray dogs running around and. And there's this highway and, um, and like the federales are like cruising by and like pickup trucks with guns and shit. And, uh, and then there's these like guards walking around the prison with bulletproof vests on. I'm like, that's weird. Why would you have a bulletproof vest on outside of prison? That makes no sense. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or like even inside most, why would you have it?
0: It doesn't make any sense.
1: And, um... (laughs) So my friend Bob comes back after like 20 minutes. Is he minutes. the chaplain? Yeah. Okay. So he's, and he comes back like 20 minutes later. And so we're walking back to his car and I'm like, why? I'm like, why do the guards have a uh, vest, a bulletproof vest on outside? That's weird. And he's like, oh, you see that highway over there? The highway's like 50 yards, not even, it's probably like 30 yards away. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, people drive by on that highway and shoot people in front of the prison. And (laughs) and I was like,
0: Bob, I was
1: in front of the prison for like 20 minutes by myself. Like, what?
0: yeah but you were annoying me yeah
1: so. <laughs> he's like, he like it's Saturday he's like it's not really I haven't had have that much on Saturday
0: you are talking about your fucking job at GE <laughs> I don't
1: care <laughs> yeah and he was but I was just like he's like well that's what I tried to tell you It's you know? <laughs> like things change yeah the sort of thing was like everything is okay until it's not yeah he's like, just like so you can't really worry <laughs> I'm like well, cause I was like are you worried you're just gonna get murdered mm. And he's like, when you wake up in the morning and it's sunny out, do you worry that it might rain later? Like, not
0: the same thing, though. <laughs> yeah, well, he, to him it was.
1: It was well, that's like because that.
0: he's a chaplain, so he yeah, he, he so like straight up like... believes that if you know if he dies, he's going to heaven. So I I get that uh, point of view. In I mean, he sounds like an amazing person, and I'm not saying oh, yeah. against chaplains. I'm just saying like he's coming from a different perspective. Than, uh and I don't, have no idea what you believe but I'm just saying he's coming from a different perspective than most of us
1: yeah
0: you know you, you hear a lot about these uh I don't know what I'm saying what I'm saying is like when you I've derailed
1: the, the case again I know
0: it's okay <laughs> though because this is fascinating I was just saying that like when you have that mindset you don't mind putting yourself in peril danger because you believe yeah. in a hereafter I guess so yeah I mean, that's how I feel, at least. All right, so let's... um, What ended up happening... I went over the murder, right? At the prep school.
2: Did did you? You did not. I did not? Yeah, no, we were still talking about the affair with Hemi and uh, Andrea.
0: Okay, yes, you're right.
2: Rusty takes the, the kid to school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Hemi. so so yeah, we're getting into that now. Okay. The rusty daycare All right. thing.
0: All right, so the, prior to... November 18th, 2010, which is when the uh, actual uh, crime happens. On November 10th, eight days before, Rusty sees somebody mm-hmm. outside his house. Uh, kind of somebody in the backyard. Called 911. He, he describes him as a man lurking in his backyard. He thinks he's having a gun. There's a hat, earmuffs black mustache so the guy's clearly in cognito which is what you call uh people in disguise
1: sure mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i'll yeah. accept it
0: yeah you know and rusty's like get the hell out i wanted to get the hell out of my uh backyard which who if if i had a home with a wife and two kids i would say the same thing
2: yeah yeah i'm on rusty's side on this one
0: yeah i mean uh, yeah
2: he
1: mean.
0: yeah fuck people with you must- raise
1: a good point there's a hitman in my backyard. <laughs> I wouldn't put up with it.
0: No, no. Fuck, fuck people with mustaches and earmuffs and carrying guns. guns. Yeah, yeah. Fuck them. Like, what? You know, just stay in hitman land. Uh, that was stupid. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> November 18th, 2010. Uh, Rusty wakes up. He does what he does every Thursday morning. He has breakfast with his family. He drops his son off, Ian, at uh, Dunwood Prep um there's a van following him that uh rusty doesn't know about he drops Ian off and then the gunman who's about six feet away uh opens fire uh, hits him three times in the chest one time in the neck point blank
2: Mm -hmm. yeah because they found like soot from the uh casings
0: with witnesses from the
2: projectile he said Mm, yes from the projectile. Why why didn't he why didn't he just say bullet I don't know, man. These these guys are slick. Yeah, Yeah. everyone's so hung up on semantics when it comes to talking about this stuff. It's a bullet.
0: The thing about um, uh, people that are like forensic scientists, you know, like all it is is a different vocabulary: projectile, bullet, soot, black dust, whatever.
1: Gunpowder, right? Did he get out of the van to shoot him? Yes. The night he was like, yeah, put it in park.
2: I guess so. Well, <laughs> well, well okay. Let's we let's talk about this for a second. So, Rusty's dropping off his son at daycare or whatever. Did he have to get out of the van to do that? Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I guess he walked him they to the just door. Asked or something. That and I just said yeah. Well, no, no, no. But like, so he walked him to the door. The the little kid. Uh, no.
0: Oh no no no! He dropped his son off. Yeah. At the playground, so the kid wasn't. The kid wasn't near. Rusty when he got shot. I mean, he was you know, near enough to make shit awful, but he wasn't like in peril immortal danger, okay, okay? All right, yeah, I'll accept that. Mm-hmm. sure four weeks after the murder, this is like December two thousand and ten. still no s- suspects. they talked to Andrea and and the cops are like. Does Rusty have any enemies? And she goes, no. And then they start saying, well, what about you? Do you have anybody who had uh, a, a romantic interest? And she mentions Hemi made a pass at her. But at the same time, she doesn't, like, draw the cops to Hemi. She doesn't say, I bet this dude killed Rusty. She, she kind of just, like, is, like, you know, Hemi made a pass at me.
2: Yeah. I, yeah. I
0: mean, who wouldn't? I wouldn't. (laughs) She's gross. Personally.
1: Yeah, I don't want to say anything, but I think...
0: Say it. She's a bitch.
1: Hemi could have done a lot better. Oh. I don't know if Hemi could have done a lot better. But
0: Rusty could have.
2: Yeah. That's fair.
0: Rusty was a good-looking dude. He had the whole um, smart with the glasses, but also athletic kind of thing going on. He was a looker. The 911 call, he, he sounded like he was like... You know, I'm just saying. Like, you seem like a cool guy.
2: Sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah.
2: I'm down. And uh, I'm in, I'm in the Andrea, rusty camp.
0: Andrea looks oh, like. Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm team rusty yeah, all the way.
0: Me too. And Andrea looks like somebody should have dropped a house on her head. <laughs> yeah. She uh she's the she's gross. And 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 uh, Hemi, uh who killed Rusty, goes to the funeral. Harsh. Is like pours dirt on the grave it's a it's a Jew, uh, gesture jewish, yeah. Jew, well it is a gesture but it's also a jewish that's a no never mind that they do that at every funeral right? yeah
2: yeah no i just did that like ago. Right. Yeah.
0: okay cool all, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. sorry so no, that's yeah, okay. my apologies uh <laughs> anyway <laughs> but he's at the funeral and apparently he's acting cool and like look
1: he's acting cool He's He's not not telling stories. He didn't didn't drop a mixtape. Yeah. He's not
0: telling stories about meeting Bjork in a van or anything like that. That was a
1: sick story, man. It was
0: a sick story, you know? So he's not acting that type of cool. But he's acting the type of cool where he's not (coughs) giving away the fact that he killed this person. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, like, look, I, I think this guy's a real piece of shit. But at the same time. You, you, I'm
1: not crazy about him either. No, no me either. Know, yeah. No, no, no. No,
0: he's, he's, he's a real jerk. I could have uh, put more of from on that one. But, like, as far as, like, Hitman shit, like, this guy's pretty good for never doing his, like, first murder. Like, all I'm saying is, I'm not saying, like, Rusty should have died or anything. And I'm not saying this guy is a piece of shit. But, like, he goes up there. He... Kills him, he makes it away and he goes to the funeral and he's like, and no one suspects a thing. That's pretty hardcore. I mean, I For would your first murder.
2: I well, I would even like speculate that maybe this was not his first murder. You know what I mean? Well,
0: were you watching a different 2020 episode?
2: No, no. I was watching the same one, but Who did you but, think he murdered before? Doesn't matter, but the way that he did it, like, a in a daycare parking lot in broad daylight, fucking shot this dude like four times. Everyone thought it was a movie because it was yeah. like so insane. Maybe he had done something like that before.
0: Or maybe Olivia's just really good coach on how to shoot people. Maybe. Maybe. We'll never Unless know. Physical. Unless, <laughs> <laughs> Unless you want to get into Olivia's head, which would be I mean Hemi's head, which would be uh I mean, so many
1: hopelessly devoted to you. It's another one of her songs. <laughs> I mean, it's all there.
0: Yeah.
1: Have we even talked
0: about that? We're going to. We're going the to we're, I mean, yeah, we, we're gonna we, get there. We have. We talked about it without explaining it, so now it's just a bunch of confused people going, what the fuck are they saying? <laughs> so anyway, um, they end up, the police end up getting their ass in gear, and they see a video of the van and they track it down to enterprise and this is where hemi really fucks up and they find out that it the van is rented from oh, enterprise he by did the hemi. Thing
1: where they got too much insurance on it they tried to <laughs> upsell you
0: yeah you remember the question you don't
1: need to get all the they're trying to give you the full pack. Yeah. i always say
0: yeah you. <laughs> there's, always a, there's always a question by the guy at Enterprise, and he goes, are you planning to murder um, a uh, jaded lover of somebody? Because if you are, you might want to get this package. Full coverage. Yeah, and he said, no, I'm good. I'm okay. So,
2: it was... And <laughs> see how that worked out for yeah, him. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, January 4th, 2011. This is my mom's birthday. Oh, Oh, Happy cool. birthday, Jane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, police summon Hemi to the police station and they confront him and he basically says, We're say, so
1: angry with you, Hemi. <laughs>
0: Hemi, how could
1: you? You are a deep S.
0: <laughs> I thought you were a good, you know, we were on the same bowling league and, you know, you're my table tennis partner and you never said anything about this. The, the cops like dude we know you did it <laughs> so just you know fucking lost is on in like five minutes like let's wrap this up <laughs> despite all this evidence against him he didn't um confess he did not he kept on saying i don't know how the signature got on the paper to the car that I was rented that was at the murder scene, plus this prints that were on my gut. I don't know how that happened, you know? And they're like, Hemi.
1: Classic uh <laughs> murderer
2: talk. <laughs> <laughs> Textbook Hemi.
0: Yeah, text yeah. They arrest Hemi anyway. So <laughs> they were like, well you know what? We didn't have to talk anyway. It's like and then the one cop was like, what, you saying I could have seen that episode of Lost?
1: God damn it,
0: motherfucker! So they track down uh, Hemi's phone records, and they find a guy named Jan De Silva, who sold them a forty caliber Bursa handgun. Yep, mm-hmm. that he did. And you know, they never go into whether or not this was a legal purchase or illegal purchase. I feel like it was legal because the guy
2: that sold it was like, I thought he was buying it for home protection. Yeah. And And, and and he had
0: actually no no qualms about it whatsoever. He was just happy to be on television.
2: Yeah. He was. Yeah. Like, I feel like it was a legal purchase.
0: Yeah. Which I didn't even know that was a, I didn't know you could do a person person legal purchase type thing. No. Because how could a person do like a background check, right?
2: Well. Uh, Like
0: an average citizen. Okay.
2: Okay. So this was years ago. But I mean, like at that point in time, you could like go to a gun show and just buy a gun there. Yeah, yeah.
0: but it was like 2010, so that's not like too many years ago. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. Yeah,
2: I, I, it, it, it's been a while since I bought a gun.
0: I I've you never bought a gun? I've okay. never bought a gun. Okay. <laughs> Nick uh, Nick Luna never has bought a gun. So uh, let the record. Yeah, let the show. record
2: show. That, and also yeah. let the record show that I am not a trained expert. But my theory is, is that everything is all good with this transaction in the gun mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. Yeah? You all right with
0: that? I mean, I don't know. But uh, I, I'm not going to assume anything. But what I do know is Jan was a... A cool customer, and he wasn't. Um, he wasn't like. If I only knew, he was like. I didn't know, but it's crazy, right? <laughs> that he would just murder someone first time that that happened. So uh, I assume that it was sort of legal. You, you never bought a gun, right, Dave? No.
1: You ever. No fired? plans. Yeah. No, never fired one. No interest. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I heard it's like. Other
1: stuff today. I got guitar solos to rip, man. Right on. Um, <laughs> yeah.
0: I hear what you're saying, man. I got a lot of um, YouTube videos to watch <laughs> about To Catch a Predator. So I, I'm I'm busy as well, Dave. Yeah, you don't have time either. <laughs> yeah, okay. So while the cops are putting this all together, uh, uh, Hemi's wife really... Riley? Riley? Right. It's not Riley, but it's not really either. But it's something in between.
2: It's R-E-L-I. L-I. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All these. Uh, I mean, I mean, this is clearly like a G1 G one on jew crime, which is fine. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like that's, you know, with all the Greenberg, Hemi, Newman. I'm Jewish, by the way. I just want a, a little asterisk uh, on that statement. Well, you're saying
1: this. Uh, There's a lot of Jews in
2: this.
0: A lot yes. of Jews, a lot of Jews, Jews going on. Yeah. I, I did want to say anything,
2: but I was surprised that it also all took place in Atlanta. That's a big
0: Jewish population. Is it? Uh huh. I guess yeah. I've
2: never been there, so I had no idea. I was
0: on Birthright uh, one time. Uh, What's it, Birthright? Birthright is a free trip to Israel if you're Jewish. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. it sounds
2: awesome. Yeah,
0: it really is awesome. That's pretty cool and uh yeah and I hooked up with not I didn't hook up well I did hook up but mm-hmm. what, I'm not talking about the person I'm going to talk about but I met uh some people that were from some Jewish kids like myself that were from Atlanta and uh, they gave me a lowdown and they said we got a lot of Jews there's one guy named Hemi we don't like him I think he's going to do something awful and I said get out of town <laughs>
1: right, I'm Man, scared. you could have stopped this whole thing. <laughs> I know
0: it was uh, in your hands. <laughs> what? What a jerk! I, I I feel like. But anyway, his uh, his wife really,
2: really, really,
0: really uh, she believed that um, Hemi had been cheating, and uh, you know, he was taking like night phone calls. Uh, he was. She was doing quizzes in magazines. Is your spouse cheating on you? And she, w-
1: he—that's w- always the telltale sign. Oh, like the most qu- the definitely. Magazine
2: quiz.
0: Yeah, yeah, magazines
2: know best.
0: Do either of you have ever got cheated on?
2: Uh, yes. Not to my knowledge.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, whatever. Monogamy is a myth.
0: It is, except for penguins, apparently.
2: <laughs> no,
1: they throw it around. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Or what about lemons? No, they just throw themselves off cliffs. When lemmings. lemmings. Oh,
2: lemmings. Okay. I don't even know if they mate lifelong. I I know very little about lemmings.
0: I think dolphins are no. monogamous. No. Uh, they
2: are like huge sexual predators. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, they really are. I'm dolphins not even kidding. Rape
1: people and yeah, stuff. Yeah.
2: They literally rape people.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> Did you um radio love him?
1: Sure. I don't, I mean, I don't listen to it regularly, but, uh, what I've heard I've enjoyed.
0: Yeah. There was this great episode about yeah. this, uh, a woman who, uh, you know, kind of like was trying to teach a dolphin things and it was going pretty well. And then she ended up, uh, uh, uh giving her the dolphin, uh, a hand job. Did you? Sure. hmm
2: Yeah. No, there's a whole subsect of people that are into that thing. Yeah.
0: Did you? Yeah. Do you know the story I'm talking about?
2: Um, Not
1: that specific I've heard the story <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I
1: don't think I would give an animal Or a, anyone a, uh, I well, guess a hand job Could be considered It's not just dicks I guess
0: Yeah don't be so prude Dave You know it's just a So dolphin. I guess I have
1: given some hand jobs Yeah, that, You know if you think of it
0: Yeah I mean In the you broader know, sense What are we Mormon? Come on
1: Yeah <laughs> I mean, no. Okay, all right. I mean, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, apologies to Mormons, any Mormons listening. Um, okay, so uh, Riley files for divorce, and the divorce lawyer finds out that uh, there's there has been 1,400 calls and texts between Hemi and Andrea. So um, that kind of points to uh, some type of relationship outside of business I don't think I know anybody mm-hmm. who's called me fourteen hundred times personally. I
1: don't
2: texts th- though. If you throw the texts in there, yeah. If like you know, you're doing calls and text communications, you know, a yeah. text could be like, "Hey, are you home?" And they're like, "Yeah," and da 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 da, da you know. Yeah. Turns into thousands.
0: Yeah, I would wonder uh, how many with the relationships I had. How many? Well, actually, I wouldn't. But whatever. Well,
2: Wait, where wonder were you get that? <laughs> no, I, I was just—I was
0: thinking that, like, you know, with the long-term relationships that I have, like, I wonder if we've had that much communication. Like, I have no idea. I—I I couldn't even ballpark it. So, like, I wonder would this guy, you know, understand? Was like, there's 1,400 things between you guys. Like, how are you not fucking? It's like, well, we were working as well. And then they're like, gotcha! You know? I don't know. The, just, my brain is just... Uh, I'm sorry. Okay. It's
2: okay. It's right. Yeah, no, no, no. I saw where you are
1: going with that. Yeah. You're saying that it's not really evidence of an affair.
0: No, That's because they necessary. were working together. Also. I mean... What what I'm saying is, I just have no clue whether or not that's evidence that they're having an affair or not. Sure. That's what I'm saying.
1: I will allow it.
0: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Judge Hill is uh, putting it into evidence A. Aaron doesn't know what that means. Okay, so the trial starts in 2012. Uh, Basically, uh, Newman pleads insanity. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's saying that there's angels in his head. One sounds like Barry White and one sounds like Olivia Newton-John. Barry White is saying, kill yourself.
2: Mm -hmm. Kill yourself, baby. (laughs) That was a bad Barry White. I apologize. End it all.
0: (laughs) And Olivia Newton-John is saying, uh, kill Rusty. Because Rusty is um, hurting his children.
2: So Barry White is also Team Rusty. Uh, I think that's all a that's all fabrication. I don't believe that he
0: ever Oh, yeah. Well,
2: yeah, I
1: it's mean... It's a nice detail. You know, I give him creativity points.
0: I do. Like, <laughs> like, like, when he was like thinking of a plan to get out of this, he was like, it has to sound insane. And that does sound asa- insane. Yeah. But it sounds insane, kind of like slash funny, as opposed to insane insane. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a weird, because couldn't
1: you just say, well, I have voices in my head. One's telling me this, the other's telling me that. But then to be like, by the way, one of the voices is the greatest, uh, uh, greatest <laughs> R&B and soul singer of all time. Yeah.
0: I think, like, uh, you know, he was like, the, the devils are in the detail, and that saying stuck with him. And that's why he was like, I can't just say angels and demons. No one's going to fucking believe that. So I got to make them sound like something.
2: Yeah, he's like, I have to be very specific with these sort of details. So people are like, oh, that sounds so insane. It has to be real.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would have put peanut butter in my um, uh, butt and then um, uh, stood up and then like took it out of my um, pants and then licked my hand. Because that's what uh, happened, happened in Training Day, yep. and it worked.
2: It did work in okay. Training Day.
0: I, I I thought you fool was. me once. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Great. Oh
1: wow! I see that movie. I thought you were just making that up, and I was like, I don't know where. The, <laughs> if it was part of a Denzel Washington vehicle, then you you have my interest.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, no, that's um in in the in the movie it, when he comes have the uh, parley with the three wise men. That's the uh, story he tells. It's a uh, criminal, and uh, he's standing tall before the bitch. I'm quoting here, by the way. Sure. Sticks his hand in his pants, licks it clean. She sends him to the loony bin by the time she found out it was sandwich spread. Uh, the papers had been signed. So, um, you know, if this crime took place oh, in LA. Oh, she thought it was shit? Yeah. Hmm. guess it wouldn't of It was chunky. It was chunky peanut butter. Wow. So, I guess that makes sense.
2: I mean, I mean that's still pretty
1: crazy. It comes in all types of colors. I think it would be pretty gross to, if you had... Peanut butter
2: in your butthole—it's still gross. But Listen, it's that's still it's, pretty gross.
0: It's better than life in prison.
2: I don't know, man. I think in like the was, s- state Nick, mental hospitals, I don't know. That seems like it might be worse than prison.
0: Anyway, Nick, are you serious? Nick, no. If if this situation ever has happens to you, put peanut butter in your butt, please. Because I don't want to see what happens to you if you go to prison.
2: Yeah, I'm too pretty for prison. Yeah, put peanut
0: butter in your butt. You too, Dave. Way ahead of you. (laughs) Defense also brings some stuff about his upbringing. His father was apparently a survivor in Auschwitz, which is awful. And apparently um, his father beat him up. So the defense is really throwing a bunch of shit at the fan and seeing what sticks to the wall if it goes past the fan. Uh, Three psychiatrists... Uh, basically say he's insane and he's having a manic episode. Um, so this is his defense. What, what the prosecution is saying is that Hemi wanted Rusty's life. And uh, finally, the uh, Andrea takes a stand. And the prosecution is questioning her. And she basically denies a romantic relationship, regardless of a mountain of evidence. To the contrary. We're talking about tons of emails... Of her saying stuff like, woke up together in Denver, looked at the stars in Tahoe, all types of stuff. Like, you know, have you ever had a Plutonic email like that?
2: Yeah, plenty.
0: What? Okay. All right. <laughs> sure. Okay. All right, well, <laughs> maybe this is not... Okay. <laughs> maybe it wasn't a bad defense. I don't know. I was just thinking, you know, if I woke up with you in Tahoe... Dave, and then we spend that night looking at the stars. I would hope there would be more than just you know podcast friends.
1: Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> I would cast you away
0: <laughs> so quick, quick Okay, fair Don't enough. Don't
1: ever get tangled up with me. I'll only only hurt you in the
0: end. Okay, fair enough. Thank you for the uh if You're looking warning. for
1: more than friendship or podcasting.
0: <laughs> very disappointed had a lot yeah, of
1: no going in.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it it is. I wish uh I wish I had that warning from a couple other people, but I appreciate it. Sure. Yeah. It, you know, there's a bunch of stuff that comes out. Hemi apparently wrote poems. I they probably sucked though. And he asked Andrea to marry him. And she basically brushed us off as quote, silly boy stuff. Which would have been silly boy stuff. It was like forty years ago, but You know, these people are in their fucking 40s and 50s. So when someone in your 50s is like, I'm going to marry you, you better be like, I'm going to take this seriously because you're in their 50s.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, That's just my take on how that. That's your hot take on it? It is. That's a hot take. It is a hot take. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You know, she missed the caring about Hemi, but as a friend. And uh, she admits to uh, letting Hemi into a room on trips, but uh, but then she claims that he started to stalk her. You know, this whole time that she's on the stand, like, she is just, like, adamantly denying, like, what's clearly... It's like her going on the stand and, like, saying fire isn't hot.
1: Just, that's, <laughs> that's
0: the level of audacity. Yeah. That this woman had.
1: She's a real piece of work.
2: (laughs) Yes, she is.
0: She is the most unlikable fucking person I've ever seen in my life out of any crime I've ever researched in my life.
2: Well, that's why when uh, the prosecutor, uh, what's his name? Uh, My man, uh, Robert James, goes in. He goes all in and Mm -hmm. just tries to rip her apart. Yeah. Yeah. And and he does a good job at it. Yeah,
0: I mean, um, she wasn't charged with anything, which is a a, at this point. Yeah, which is a blessing for her because uh, the jury would have been like, "I don't care what the evidence is, fuck you, you suck."
1: Yeah, we've had it. (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah. Uh, There was an email that said, "I need to repent for the betrayal Mm -hmm. that we committed." And this is when she's getting questioned by the prosecution and the prosecution straight up is like, what was the betrayal you're talking about? And she goes, holding hands, you're 40 ish, you know, like that's not a betrayal. Like, you know, you, you can't act like you're 16 on the stand.
1: It's true, but you know, I, you know, I wouldn't be crazy about
2: it. Yeah. If my spouse was holding hands,
0: I guess, sure. Yeah. yeah.
2: Like if if it's anyone other than Oh, I than... might let it slide.
0: I would totally let it. Yeah, slide. I
2: would let that slide. But, uh, and maybe I wouldn't feel like I had to repent. Yeah. But what
0: yeah, were you I saying, would
1: you say Yeah? Yeah, but I'm the, I'm a sensitive guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so there's a big difference between murder and having sex with somebody you're not supposed to, right? So they've been talking... I don't know.
1: If you're, doing it, if you're doing it right. Murder that... Oh.
0: Oh. It's one Ayo. of the same, possibly. And uh, what ended up happening... <laughs> like, it's clear that Andrea was having sex with Hemi. But this is something that the prosecution and the defense were both like... On the same page with, which like never happens in like any murder trial. So they were, yeah, they were both like, she's fucking this dude. But then uh, the prosecution starts getting more into uh, maybe Andrea was more involved. So uh, Andrea found out at the hospital that Rusty was shot to death. Basically, what happened was the school told her that the school told her that there was an emergency and that rusty was going to the hospital that's the only thing that school told her and uh she ended up going to the school and she didn't call rusty now this is an interesting point like you would think she would call rusty first right yeah yeah (laughs) but did she do that No, she didn't. I I said that. I know. Okay, all right. (laughs) You said it like I didn't say it, but I did say that. I I
2: know. Okay, all right. It's all man.
0: Okay, all right. Yeah, you know, but sometimes I'm also thinking maybe you wouldn't, question mark, right? Like if somebody was like, Nick had an emergency and he's going to the hospital, I would also be like, well, maybe I should just go to the hospital.
2: And not the daycare center first? Yeah, that's a well, little yeah. weird.
0: Well, it would be, that would be very weird if I went to a daycare center that had nothing to do with you getting hurt. I, I would be very yeah. um, scared of what I was into if that was the case. That but
2: would raise a lot of questions.
0: about Yeah, it would raise a lot of questions by me about myself.
2: Yeah. Mm. So if I ever get hurt, don't go to a daycare center.
0: Go to a daycare center and there's Chris Hansen and he's like, take a seat. that's a to cast a predator residence oh Oh, reference yeah yeah Yeah. oh sure yeah I'm familiar alright so Andrea uh, found out at the hospital that Rusty was shot and dead and uh but Rusty's father testifies that Andrea called him before she went to the daycare center before the daycare center even contacted her and before she went to the hospital she called Rusty's father and said, quote, Rusty's been shot. How the fuck did she know that? A former best friend and co-worker corroborated the statement, right? And it also comes out that Andrea was stood to collect $2 million in life insurance. You know, life insurance by itself as an entity has killed more people than cancer. Really? I think um, That's, <laughs> that's, a, a, bold that's a bold statement. That's a bold statement and I still stick behind it, but I don't think it's true. But you know what I'm saying, right? It's a fun idea. Yeah. I don't
1: think it's true.
0: Oh, it's definitely <laughs> not true. But you know what I'm saying? Like every murder is like life insurance. It's yeah. always life insurance. You could insure your kids. What the fuck is that about? Whoever came up with kid life insurance was just somebody who wanted to see kids die. That, again, was was a pretty, um, well, whatever. What do you think? What was the question? Dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's accurate. Yeah. Mm. But anyway, I, I think, and you think Andrea just wanted to collect the $2 million? It's
1: hard to say because Hemi never is like, she was in on it, right? She mm-hmm. ne- He never mm-hmm. says that. No. I would think at some point he would have been like, I'm crazy and she wants to advantage of that. Yeah. yeah. That was his one shot, but he never did that, so...
2: Yeah, he took the Barry White defense instead. Which is a great defense. I applaud it, but...
0: You know what I think happened is, like, he couldn't be insane and also say, I fucked Andrea and I wanted his money. If he went with the insanity defense, he had to do this roundabout way. Anyway, the verdict came in. They found Hemi guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. But mentally ill, and he was sentenced to life without prison.
1: And life, with, life in prison. To prison without life.
0: What did um, I say? Life, life without, without prison. prison. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he was sentenced to life without parole. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. All right. <clears throat> There's more to this, but um, you know what? Like we'll uh, we'll wrap it up, and then um, we'll do like a quick pros- postscript. script. Yeah.
2: What yeah, means? so so we'll do a post-script, but uh, while we have you here, Dave, do you have any plugs? I have
1: a bunch of shows in England. That's awesome. This summer, I think. And then uh, Witch Taint will be at the Valken Open Air Festival in August. Mm-hmm. The biggest heavy mountain festival in the world. That's awesome. So my fake...
0: What are you doing there?
1: Doing our comedy show, or Witch Taint show.
0: Okay. Are you doing it, in, in, like, before a band?
1: We're doing, I don't know. We're No. Well, we're, we're, there's, you know, Judas Priest is playing in, you know, huge metal bands. When we're, we're in the, I think we're in, like, a special comedy tent. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That's, That's awesome. That's what's up. Yeah, so. Yeah. And then what? are on my radio show, Monday nights on WFMU. Mm-hmm.
0: And, uh, hey. Um, and just life nice and if, <laughs> if you're ever back in Los Angeles we gotta get you back on the Bruja as well
1: yeah What are you moving back out there I'm not or moving you're... back
0: out there but I'm still part of the show oh got
1: you yeah, yeah. I, I gotta get back out there
0: yeah for sure yeah maybe we could uh, sit together on the flight there
1: that would be fun
0: that would be fun mm-hmm. yeah get
1: some yeah. snacks
0: talk mm-hmm. about oh and you gotta get the painted, painted
1: doll record The the record I released with my friend Chris oh nice seek it out Patreon. I'm just, more plugs. Just throwing plugs out there.
0: That's what we want.
1: But, um, awesome. Thank you so much no, for no having me. No,
0: problem. Dave Hill only had a, a small uh, amount of time. Not a small amount of time. I mean, he had two hours. It was plenty of time. But we ended up going off the rails, so he had to leave. So we're going to um just kind of talk about the aftermath because... Uh, the ending of the case isn't the ending of the people involved, so let's get into it. Ooh. Hemi Newman. Uh, so he was found guilty beyond a reasonable doubt of murder, but mentally ill. Which, you know, um, I always thought, I, at first when I heard it, I was like, oh fuck, they're gonna let him off the hook a bit, but he was sentenced to life. In prison without parole. So that's good because he's a piece of shit who deserves to die in prison. Um, but <laughs> what ended up happening is uh, after citing a violation of attorney-client privilege, George's Supreme Court announced that it had reversed its conviction of Hemi Newman. However, he, he wasn't let out on bail, so he still had to stay in prison I think what they probably ended up doing, and I don't know if this is for sure, but they probably ended up transferring him back from prison to jail because jail is where you spend time when you're not um, convicted of anything. Still as bad, though, apparently, too, according to the Lockup. And uh, while the evidence was sufficient to enable a rational trier, of fact, to conclude beyond a reasonable doubt that Newman was guilty of the crimes of which he was convicted, the court found that the attorney in the case erred by allowing in, as evidence, the notes... uh, Okay, I'm sorry, wait a second. Um,
2: you got this.
0: Yeah, the court found that the judge in the case, his name was Adams, erred by allowing in, as evidence, the notes and records of two mental health experts who examined the former GE energy executive, Hemi Newman, before trial. So I what what I think that means is, you know, you got privilege, right? You got privilege between client and um, uh, attorney. You also got privilege between client and healthcare professional.
2: Sure, yeah, yeah.
0: So what probably ended up happening is they let shit in as evidence that technically according to the rules of evidence, uh, wasn't supposed to be let in. That's my take on what happened.
2: Your your hot take?
0: My hot take, yes. What ended up happening was um, retried him for the 2010 murder of Rusty Snyderman. Basically, what happened is they ended up finding him guilty once again.
2: Guilty, guilty. And
0: he was once again um, uh, convicted and sentenced to life without parole. You know, during his retrial, he was... uh, He apparently um, converted to uh, uh, Orthodox Judaism. Okay. Didn't make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, what's even more interesting is the Andrea Snyderman backstory. Because um, this shit is all over the place. Remember how she, on... The stan kept on avidly denying the fact that her and Hemi had a physical relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone knew that wasn't fucking true.
2: Yeah, both defense and prosecution were like mm-hmm. on the same page on that number. They,
0: they could have done like a little like one-two comedy bit about it. So uh, what happened was Andrea Snyderman was indicted in the death of her husband and arrested at her home in Lake a Sony, well, I, don't, I don't know where that is. I guess somewhere in Georgia. Somewhere in Georgia. The indictment stated that she did, with malice aforethought, cause his death. She had previously denied any involvement in her husband's death and insisted she was never romantically involved with Newman. So that happened on August second, two thousand twelve. So that's right after the trial wrapped up. On July twenty-six, two thousand thirteen, murder charges against Andrea were formally dropped after tumultuous, much tumultu- uh, tumultuous, 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 tumultuous. tumultuous, 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 t-
2: tumultuous.
0: Very crazy hearing, <laughs> where defense attorneys accused the prosecution of overcharging the case to begin with.
2: Overcharging the case?
0: Yeah. You know what? In this 2020 uh, documentary, you even hear the prosecution say it. He says, there's a difference between what I know and what I can prove. They know that she had romantically uh, been physical with Newman. Yeah. He couldn't prove, even though he knew it was true, her involvement in the murder. What it was is... They were like, I fucking know you're guilty, but I can't prove it. Uh, Denzel says the same thing in Training Day. There's a difference between what you can know and what you can prove, which is a terrible Denzel Washington impression, and I'll be the first one to admit <clears throat> that. Uh, you know, I, w- I was on board for that one. No, you weren't. Don't lie to me, I would. <clears throat> I
2: wouldn't lie to you. Mm. Really? Well.
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> so, the truth comes out. On July 26, 2013... Oh yeah, so I I said that part already. On August 5th, 2013, opening statements begin in um, Andrea's trial. She faced 13 counts, seven charges of perjury, which is basically lying under oath. That's what perjury means. Four charges of making false statements, which seems like perjury. I don't know why they couldn't just lump that in with the perjury charges. One count each of hindering the apprehension of a criminal and concealing a material fact in connection with the death of her husband. So that's sort of like you had foreknowledge of the murder and you kind of helped with the murder. It's, you know, fucking law is crazy. And Mm -hmm. it's just like, that's, it sounds to me like people have been charged and convicted with murder for less than that but unfortunately, this is Georgia and not Florida. If it was Florida, she would have been...
2: Yeah, death row.
0: On death row by now. And if it was Canada, she would have been like opening a pouton stand or something. Poutine? Poutine, yeah.
2: Sweet, sweet poutine.
0: Sweet, sweet poutine. She would have been having a poutine stand. It would have been like... It would have just been like uh, like the Bloof's Bananas stand in the rest of development. Sure. She, but instead of money in the banana stand, it would have been Rusty's corpse. That was a bad taste.
2: Yeah, that wasn't bad taste.
0: That was a bad taste. Okay, all right.
2: That, that's okay,
0: though. Uh, that's all right. We're going to continue. August 15th, 2013. Uh, Andrea's attorney, Tom Clegg, mocks the state's case... Two of the witnesses in the police investigation into the shooting of Rusty. The prosecutor points fingers directly at the defendant, which is Andrea. He screams, you're a liar! Approaching Snyderman, who avoids eye contact. And he says again, you're a liar.
2: Is that my man, uh, Robert James?
0: Yes, it is. It's Robert James.
2: Yeah. Yeah. My my dude, man.
0: The... um, uh, African American fellow with the uh, bold head. Yeah. yeah. I I'm a big fan of him. We we have to include some, like that first soundbite where he's like he was offers, offering a you know, smorgasbord of lies with a side of french fries lies. Well, I fucked that up. Well, but... no
2: no no, he says something ah, uh he was offering up an insanity sandwich. With a side of fries. <laughs> was,
0: no, no, no. With a side of french fries flies.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. That, that was great. That, Yeah, that he, guy has like, a real way with words. It, like, makes my heart smile any time he, like, throws out these allegations yeah. against Andrea. It's, like, amazing.
0: It's like, uh, if the glove doesn't fit, you must acquit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's clearly a fan of... Uh, you why i'm blanking out on this guy
2: who johnny cochran johnny cochran yes okay okay
0: on august 19th andrea snyderman is convicted of nine of the 13 felony counts against her for perjury and hindering the apprehension of a killer this might not come through with the sound bites that we choose to uh put on this podcast but she is so unlikable just like the most unlikable fucking person you ever could fucking meet. Sure, her attitude on the stand in the original two thousand and ten trial was atrocious.
2: She was not trying to make any friends.
0: If she was being charged with something, she would have been convicted regardless of the evidence. She was that fucking awful. Just, just a real uh, cunt. Ooh,
2: see you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Why can't you say "cunt" when it applies to somebody who really deserves it, right? Yeah. She just sucked. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not throwing that word around light lightly.
2: No, I think that's the first time I've ever heard you say it. Actually, she's—I
0: mean, she sucks. Okay. August (laughs) twentieth, two thousand thirteen. Judge George A. Adams sentences Andrea to five years on each count to run concurrently, which unfortunately means together. So that's a bummer. She soon's announced she will appeal. This is a fight Andrea's going to win, says her defense attorney, Doug Chalmer, who uh, assisted on the appeal. Uh,
2: Doug, Douglas Peters. Nope, Doug Chalmer. Oh, it's not my man Douglas? Nope. No, nope.
0: alright. Uh, June 2014. Um, Andrea Snyderman is released from prison. And her lawyer said she is vigorously pursuing her appeal. So that sucks. She's a re- a released from p- prison within a year. She doesn't even come close to uh, serving that five-year sentence and, uh, and she was talking about changing her name. because Well, it, that's going to happen. I'm going to talk about that in a second. Five, five years. She I think she gets out in like nine months. Yeah. Um, just a bummer. It's just a super big bummer. Uh, Snyderman uh, remains under parole supervision until the completion of her sentence in August 2017. Under the First Offender Act, her nine felony convictions will be erased... If she did not commit another offense before the sentence ends. So just...
2: Uh, so her whole record gets expunged.
0: The whole... The bad news keeps on piling in. There should be some some sort of, you know, something to, like, go along with a sex offender registry. Like, I'm a fucking asshole uh, offender registry. Where it's just, like, you go on there and you're like... Maybe they didn't get convicted of a, a sex crime, but this person sucks. And, you should, and they should be treated like a jerk the whole time, the rest of their lives. Right? Wouldn't that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
2: could get on board with that.
0: Yeah. January 22nd, 2015. Andrea Snyderman, attorney. Attorneys file a motion for a new trial. Two days after lawyers of her husband's killer uh, made that case for their client. I don't know. Yeah. What that... I... Copied and pasted some of this. Ah. All right, but I think what it means is, two days after lawyers of her husband, husband's killer, made that case for their client. All right. Okay. Okay. Wait. No. 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 I know what it means. <laughs> okay. All right. Andrew's attorney filed a motion for a new trial. Means that Hemi Newman's attorneys also made that same motion. She just made it two days after Hemi's lawyers made that motion.
2: All right, sure.
0: Now, February 17th, 2015, she now has a uh, true crime podcast where she brings comedians on the show and they talk about... Certain cases, and it's just witty and funny. And um, I'm just of gonna... <laughs> that's, <just, laughs> that's, mi- that's our situation.
2: Wait a minute.
0: Wait a second. Are you Andrea? No. <laughs> <laughs> Did I not tell you? Okay, all right. <laughs> February 17, 2015, the judge who sentenced Andrea Snyderman to prison denies her bid for a new trial, ruling that the evidence brought against the Dunwood widow was more than sufficient. To uphold her conviction. So out of all the shitty things, this is like the only sliver of good news. Basically, the judge being like, "No, you can't reverse the the conviction. That's going to get expunged in about like a year if you're good." Yeah, it's sort of good news, but it doesn't really matter.
2: I mean, like, it's a mute. Today. Really, this is a real slight on American justice in yeah. general.
0: It's a miscarriage. A miscarriage. It's a miscarriage of justice. Yeah, I would say so. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, uh, last thing I uh, copied and pasted. Uh, June 15, 2015. Andrea Snyderman's attorney, Brian Steele, she's go- just going through attorneys here, said she will not testify at Newman's retrial. Uh, prosecutors in 2012 use... ...Snyderman's testimony as evidence to bring murder charges against her. It's unclear whether her perjured testimony will be admissible in the retrial. Okay. Andrea's attorney said she will not testify at Newman's retrial. I understand that. Prosecutors in 2012 used... Snyderman's testimony as evidence to bring murder charges against her okay so they took the testimony in the 2012 trial to bring murder charges against her I understand that it is unclear whether her perjured testimony will be admissible in the real trial so all this is all this is saying is prosecutors are not giving up which is good
2: yeah they're not giving the up. They're gonna see if they could get Andrea, you know, like and justice is served. See you
0: next Tuesday under new Uh and, charges. Yeah,
2: and like my man uh Robert James, you know like I want him to like grandstand as much as he can.
0: Yeah. Do you know what that means? It just means like, you know, just, I don't but in the context that you used it.
2: Like, uh like to sensationalize Statements basically in a courtroom. Okay, yeah. You know, so, you know, he'd be like circling back to insanity sandwich. Yeah. With the a side yeah, of life yeah. fries.
0: You know, her uh, testimony was like a soup sandwich. that That's another way of saying it. it's crazy. All right. right? That's because, the first time yeah.
2: I've heard that. But really? A yeah, soup From sandwich? From the South,
0: you never heard that? Because that's a Southern expression. Really? He's as crazy as a soup sandwich. Yeah, huh, never heard that, but I might use it now. Uh, like think about it, soup sandwich. That's fucking crazy. It sounds so messy. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like you got to be insane to make a soup sandwich.
2: Although, now that I think about it,
0: imagine putting like minestrone uh soup like within a sandwich. Yeah, but like, you know, it's like you got the broth that soaks into the sandwich and imagine eating that. Uh, I mean, you need you need a smock or a bib. Or you could put like
2: a sandwich in soup, and then let like the sandwiches absorb all the soup, and then like eat it with a spoon. I
0: feel like you're defending Andrea. That's what what I feel like
2: you're doing right now,
0: right? No, why I, uh, why why are you for the death of a good man?
2: I, I'm not, but I'm grandstanding here and saying that soup sandwich might not be so crazy.
0: Well, I, I guess if if you have enough shit in the soup. And if, you're in it, and if you're, like, eating it in, like, a totally plastic room <laughs> with, with a bunch of, like, crazy-ass, uh, you know, s- plastic on the table and the kitchen and the floor and you, you don't have to sleep there at night, I guess it's an okay thing. Otherwise, it's insane.
2: You know, I want to take up a new personal project, though, and, like, go to, like, a mall near me and then make myself my own soup sandwich in, like, the food court. Mm -hmm. just eat it you know see what people think about
0: that make a big ordeal out of it I don't don't think you're gonna have a fun day personally (laughs) I think you're gonna come back from that situation and go that was dumb that was a dumb idea
2: well you know often in my life that's what I come home thinking yeah
0: Did you say a food court? Like a mall food court? A
2: mall food court. I
0: haven't been to a food court in like forever. I know. They have so many options. We should just like make a soup sandwich stand. (laughs) And uh, and people are like, what are you doing here? It's like, oh, we're making a soup sandwich. Do you want to like eat the most like crazy shit ever?
2: (laughs) They're like, I'll have a soup. And we're like, no, 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 it, it's both. It's, it's a sandwich. It's it, a soup sandwich. <laughs> it's a soup
0: sandwich. Oh, and by the way, we give you a white shirt before you eat it. And you <laughs> and you have no napkins or a, a plate or anything. So, uh, have fun with that. Yeah, I mean... Um, so, so I think we hit this. We hit it. We did. Um, you got some plugs, dog? Um, if you're in the Jersey City area, please come to our show, What's in the Box, uh, the first Wednesday of each month it's at Pet Shop 193 Newark Street and outside of that let's see um, that's it so check
2: out our website we have all our previous episodes at loveisamazing.com you can also watch like some of the uh, comedy sketches that we do follow us on Twitter at Yo, we have a Facebook page like us check us out whatever big shout out to Dave Hill for being on our show Yes. And then um, shout out to our editor, Ottawa Levine, and, um, oh, yeah, theme song, Isaac Stryker.
0: Isaac Stryker, yes. Yeah,
2: did our theme song, and...
0: Love is amazing, but it's, it's also, also murder. bullshit, and can get you murdered.
2: Yeah, I think that's about it.
0: Yeah, so, you know, um... Remember that, um you know, you could never actually ever really know somebody. And the person that you're sleeping next to can totally be having an affair with her boss and will kill you while you drop your kids off at daycare. So, you know, just keep that in mind. All right. Signing Later. off.
2: Peace, peace. So, here we are for the epilogue.
0: Epilogue of uh, uh, episode 15. Um,
2: and, and, yeah, you know, we're just going to tell you what ended up happening with, you know, Rusty and Hemi.
0: Well, Rusty's dead. You know what happened to Rusty. We're going to tell you what happened to um Hemi Newman and Andrea... Um,
2: uh, Snyderman.
0: Snyderman. Snyderman, yes. Love is amazing, but it's also bullshit, and it might also get you murdered.